welcome 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 to another episode of the pixelated sausage show hi 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 how are y'all doing on this very lovely tuesday i'm recording this on monday actually it's not a early morning tuesday recording like the last few episodes but that is maybe because i have absolutely nothing to talk about i haven't watched anything of note haven't played anything of note i did like i said last episode boot up alan wake remastered to see if it was worth recommending for my friend who asked me if it was worth picking up on sale and after about 15 or so minutes i realized i realized pretty early on even before that that i was not going to recommend it because i was taken aback by how ugly it is and that that's a bit of an exaggeration it's not ugly but it is not the visual improvement i was expecting i somehow got it in my head that the remaster was a cross-gen game or at the very least took advantage of the series consoles and the playstation 5 but there were no rays to be traced and when i rotated the camera to see what the new allen model looked like presuming that they had changed him somewhat i saw his overexposed face (laughs) With no shading, no good shading, no ray trace shading, and he looked awful. He was horrifying. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen in that game from my experience playing through it when it originally came out and playing through the little bit of the remaster. Seeing his face was scarier than anything else. And when that. It was in that moment that I said, yeah, I I think I'm going to pass on this. So I'm not going to be playing it for a second runs anytime soon. My main reason for wanting to bump it up or throwing it at the top of my list was to better inform my friend as to their question, their query. And it's not ugly. Uh, again, it's not ugly. It just isn't that big of a change over the original release. So, the desire to revisit it anytime soon is not as high as my desire with other games like Bioshock or To the Moon. And this is also something that is specific to Xbox owners, Xbox players, and I guess PC as well. It would be the same on PC, but if you have an Xbox if you're a new xbox owner then you wouldn't already have it but there's a good chance you already own the original 360 version and if you do that is backward compatible on current and last gen xbox platforms uh including fps boost it's not xbox one x enhance so it doesn't have the visual fidelity of some backward compatibility games but it does have fps boost which i'm assuming is just 60 and not 120 i I don't know i didn't look into it but 
given that that's an option and a very viable option, especially since, to my knowledge, nothing gameplay-wise or anything of that ilk was changed for the remaster. It was just a slight polishing and making it available on the current gen platforms. I'm not sure if it's on Switch as well. But if you have a PlayStation, if you're a PlayStation gamer, you can't, well, it was an exclusive anyway. It didn't come out on PS3, so it's the only way to play the game. And if you are a PlayStation gamer, 100% pick it up when it's on sale. Alan Wake is a fantastic game. Comes with all the DLC, the, the, the remaster does. And it's still, it's still a great looking game with some of the best rendered night lighting I've ever seen. But as good as it was when it originally came out, as good as it still is today, if it had some rays that were traced, ooh, it could look incredible, which is why I was ultimately disappointed and put it on the back burner. I did, after I deleted it from my hard drive, I just started perusing my Xbox library, looking for random potential future attack the backlog games because i need to i need to wrap up not wrap up i need to throw together some quickies because i only have the punisher episode in the bank and then nothing so i need to build up a bit of a cushion again so that i can go towards or play the more meaty games like a witcher 3 for example i really want to revisit that game i would like to play through some assassin's creed game again i would like to play through death stranding but these are games that will require a significant amount of time and of course the time required will be very variable with any open world open space type of game Death Stranding, I believe on average they say is maybe in the 30 hour range, but there are people who have played it close to 100 hours, and I am just assuming, but as much as I love Kojima, and as much as I love just exploring open worlds and seeing what's behind every nook and cranny, I know I could fall way closer to that 100-hour range if I played the way I used to play it. And that's a, a thing, too, in that I want to get back to that. So I want to, because before I started to back or I had all these things on my plate that required me to get things done at a, a certain time frame, I love just diving deep into a game and its world and spending so much time there. But when I started streaming and I did all these other things, I wanted to get through a game as quick as possible, even if it wasn't open world where there was a lot to explore. I wasn't as open to doing that anymore. And that was very much so against my style of play. So I want to get back to that. But I need to build up that cushion and... To do that, I need to get some short games in and, and games that are short inherently, that aren't 
potentially short, but also potentially long. And the games I ended up downloading, I also am going to play, I, I want to look at other platforms as well, not just Xbox. But I downloaded Armed and Dangerous, which is an original Xbox game. I think that's on the shorter side and a strict linear game. Balance Wonderland or whatever, which I don't know how long they, that, that game could potentially be in the 15 hour range. I think Sonic Unleashed is longer than I expected when I looked into it. And that makes me wonder, are all Sonic games longer than they, they should be? Do they all go on for way too long? Because I think the average was like 12 to 15 hours for Sonic Unleashed. And I was looking at that and I'm like, fuck, come on. This, this game should be eight hours, Max. This, this should be a six to eight hour game. Why is this Sonic game over 10 hours? I also downloaded Do 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 my favorite game. I love Do Do. I love to Do Do and, and while I'm playing my Do Do. Uh, I can't remember. I downloaded a Oh no, I downloaded <laughs> I downloaded the the G.I. Joe game that came out on last gen consoles. Operation something or other. I Thought, I considered downloading the, the Contra game that came out last gen, but I figured the G.I. Joe would fit that bill for the time being. I downloaded the Smurfs game because I really do want to, I, I really enjoyed my time with that and I, I want to play through that. And a few others. I want to look at PlayStation Now and Nintendo Switch as well as some of the older games. But the game I'm going to start with, I believe, is... Oh, yeah, I downloaded Nerf Legends. I don't know if there's a single-player component to that game, but I figured that'll be a quickie because there's there's no way in hell there's significant single-player content or even messing around with the bots or whatever online. That'll be a, a thing. But the game I want to jump into first, and it'll be... 100% a short and fast experience potentially arguably me cheating the system but I, I I don't think there is any I don't I don't look at any game regardless of what kind of game it is what type of content there is and think it is undeserving of being covered for attack the backlog because any game even something that seems simple there could be potentially a lot to say about it you know, just because something is simple doesn't mean there's not a lot going on or, or worth saying about it. But after deciding to grow, show some personal growth, and accept a friend's invite to their Nintendo Switch Online family group, I want to play Wave Race 64. I've always heard so many great things about it. One of the mystery t-shirts I got from the Yeti so very long ago when I was building out my collection with cheap shirts was a Wave Race 64 shirt that's kind of cool it's, it, it has way more of a retro vibe to it it's not just hey here's a shirt that's Wave Race it, it looks like a Wave Race shirt that would have come out when Wave Race was a contemporary game and I believe I have it physically in my collection, but Nintendo 64 games are 
one of my libraries that I currently don't have a great way of capturing off of original hardware. So the only way to there are emulators as well. And of course the Nintendo Switch Online thing is an emulator. It's just an official emulator or official emulation that is legal. I figured, hey, I'll do that. So that's the immediate thing. That just reminds me too. I I think I downloaded it or maybe I, I considered it and said or, or remembered. I'm pretty sure this game is considered to be pretty hard and I, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna frustrate myself. But I either downloaded or considered downloading the re-release of Zombies Ate My Neighbors slash ghoul patrol. I don't I don't know if I've ever played Ghoul Patrol. I played I think a lot of people have played just the first level of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Because I never owned that game growing up. It was something I always played at a friend's house. The the game of that nature I liked a lot more because it's is zombies is that an EA game? The game that I really liked from that era was it a Genesis exclusive? I believe it's EA. What was it called? Is it, it's like something it's something poltergeist E. Polter dude or whatever. But where you're a ghostly dude inhabiting parts of the, the, the house. I really liked that game. I remember really liking it. Maybe it's a fucking bad game. I would also love to to do for second runs True Lies. I just think True Lies True Lies is such an underrated, underappreciated game. And maybe it isn't. Maybe there are a lot of people who really love that game and remember it fondly, but True Lies is such a good game. It is such a good game. And I played it well before I ever saw the movie. So I didn't have any nostalgia for the movie or anything of that nature. I just got this game for cheap because it was a True Lies game that they were giving away practically at a Funko Land probably. I picked it up and I was like, man, this game is awesome. But yeah, that's that's what's going on with Attack the Backlog and all that jazz. The Plex stuff. Whew. I'm I'm working on Supernatural right now. I'm through season five of the of season I'm through season five of it being completely finished. So one seasons one through five are all done and ready to be put on Plex, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and put everything on all at the same time. But man, that was an exhaustive experience. It's not hard, but boy, oh boy, is it fucking tedious going through 15 seasons of a show that are all 22 to 23 episodes, except for season three, I think, is 16 episodes. I mean, maybe that's was around a rider strike or something of that nature. But going through and getting the correct episode order... God, I, I hate doing that so much. It's convenient enough because I just... One, a nice thing about something like Supernatural is that the shows, the episode titles are 
shown in the titles opening titles so that's a way to figure out what uh, which episode a uh, video is, is for but ignoring that information because that's something you don't get with a lot of things you get that you you get that with certain shows usually a lot of shows that are, are very monster of the wiki or where the episodes are, are very standalone and like little movies Columbo does that I don't remember if Rockford Files did that. But stuff of that nature does that often. Twilight Zone, things like that, will give you the title. But all of Supernatural's on Netflix, so I was just next episode, skip intro, skip chapter video. Okay, which one is it? Which one? Okay, there we go. Document the, the information. And I did that. For 15 episodes, 15 seasons of 320 or so episodes. And now I'm just in the fun part of letting Handbrake do its thing. So the, the hard work is all done and now it's just a waiting process. And when that is done, there is still plenty of work to be done. But the 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 hardest, most tedious most annoying I was not looking forward to aspect of it all will be over with and I am excited about that day it's going to be glorious so so glorious I do have some movies that I hadn't gotten around to because I was really really focused on TV shows so I ripped all those and those will be ready to go whenever and then the 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 NAS plan, that's going to be postponed for a while. I'll, I won't talk about it here. I'll leave that to just, <laughs> I'll talk about that with the only person who gives a shit about her, the person who I've talked about with all that, which is Enchi. And, and, and why the NAS is delayed. The only way the NAS won't be delayed is if all the people who I have shared my Plex server with want to chip in and help pay for it. <laughs> Which is not going to happen. And I would not... I would not ask that of them. But that's that's on the back burner for at least a good while. And also, looking at the, the housing system whatever the the house that i was looking whatever they're called the one i was looking to get i want to look into it more too because i've seen a lot of complaints about the newer generation of synology or whatever the company is their current consoles what what the hell are they called i want, I want to find out what these things are called is it just called nas disk system I mean, they just call NASA, but they're not something more specific. But the current ones all use, or they, they run off of AMD chips. And I guess those aren't either good for or, or not even are capable of transcoding. But at the same time, I, I guess a lot of people say it's not that important because software transcoding has gotten to such a great place where your device can do
do the work itself and you don't really need hardware to be doing that. So how big of an issue it may or may not be, may be overblown. What am I looking for? Go to my wish list. That's what I want. Distation. And it is Synology. Synology. Leverage built in farm integration. So maybe there's a better alternative. The models that use Intel chips are now not being produced by Synology. Maybe maybe the, the two bay one is the 720 plus may still be in production from them and, and purchasable. But the other ones are not and go for more than their replacements on eBay and the like. So not going to do that. But regardless, that has been put on the back for now. And again, I'll talk to Enchi. I'll, or I'll, I'll leave. I won't say anything to Enchi. And I'll just wait for him to DM me on Discord. I listened to the podcast and you were talking about this and you said you wouldn't say anything until I said something to you. So what's the dealio? I don't think he'll be able to guess. Maybe he will. But it's... <laughs> it's, it's not the most surprising reason. But it, it it's work-related. I mean, it, it is, and uh, it is something where I looked at it and like, this this will help me with a lot of these things, and I, I like this particular user experience, and I miss this user experience. Getting this back will really help with certain things and certain tasks, certain certain aspects of work. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, and I did it, and that means. Some other stuff ain't gonna be done. <laughs> this is just this is like a, a super conversational, chatty, rambly, whatever episode. Kind of fun though. I'd be curious what people think of this. I I I, I feel pretty comfortable right now too, and I'm having a good time. I I think this whole thing so far would be good in addition to having actual games to talk about. Because the last few episodes, I, I may be remembering them wrong. And I'm not remembering them at all. I feel like they were more, it was more me stretching for crap to talk about and, and not having anything of significance and not, talking about shows that I was watching just because and eh. So, uh, do you really want to hear me talk about Voyager some more? I'm in the final season. So congrats to me. Can't wait to get that over and done with. There was an episode. I knew there was an episode at some point where Kess returns. And I'm sure for most fans of Star Trek, it was a really... I don't Maybe it wasn't. Because what that episode did was just cement her as a shit character I didn't like and also made her incredibly more unlikable for me as a character I, I hated that episode it was by far the least enjoyable episode I've watched 
in a long time because I've been enjoying overall Voyager ever since she left, essentially. So, of course, it's to be expected that her return would lead to me not liking the episode as much, but I was taken aback by the story that was being told and how much I actively did not like it. I checked out a movie called Better Watch Out, hoping for something of a violent night type of vibe. It's a Christmas-based horror. I think they're trying to be funny. I had a very immediate and strong negative guttural reaction to it. And once the mother opened her mouth, I was so sure. I, I, I knew then that I had no interest in continuing, especially when she was talking with the, the father and they were having an argument over, I don't know what, but her, her immediate, her first, like the first thing she says to him is, are you sure you didn't suck a bunch of cocks in college or something? Like, well, what's wrong with you? That's not word for word, but it's something along those lines. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I guess you think this is funny, but this is the lowest of the lowest denominator. Okay, people who find this funny, have, have fun. I'm not enjoying this at all. There's no cleverness to any of the dialogue. It was, it was just, it was all bad. There's not a good part about it. Except maybe Patrick Patrick Warburton or whatever his name is from Seinfeld Putty. I did kind of like his vibe, but he's not. He's a, a small character in the movie. So he was the father. I also checked out. I revisited Cool World and made it longer than the last time. The, the first time I watched it, I made it about 30 minutes in. That is such a, I don't, that is a confusing ass movie. It has no narrative structure. It's just jumping around. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Tonally, I don't know what the fuck to make of it. Visually, it's awful. It wants you to think this is super high tech and incredible and a visual spectacle like a Roger Rabbit. Or even a fucking Space Jam, but Space Jam came out after, of course. But it's it you don't get any sense that the humans, the the, the few that are in this tune world, are in the same space as the the animated characters who inhabit that world. It feels much more when they're interacting with each other. It feels less like they're actually interacting and more so like the the animations are all just transposed on top of the human characters because that's exactly what is happening there. There there is no there's very little attempt to to make it in any way believable. And just what story is there? Fucking it is it is bad, man. It is bad, and it's not bad in an enjoyable way. Regrettably so. I thought, maybe maybe, maybe I was wrong the first time. Because there are a whole bunch of Shout Factory movies on sale. Twins is on sale. Which I think loses steam maybe about two-thirds in. But overall, is enjoyable enough. I, I, 
I don't think... I don't remember liking Junior. I did not finish Junior either. So I'm I don't know what people think of Junior, but Twins Twins has its 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 merits and I picked that up on sale. And then a few others. They had the the this this will be another thing for Anchi. The the Herzog collection volume 2. That was on sale. I, I I ordered it. I can't I can't say no just because the packaging is a significant drop from the first collection and the fact that they don't have two options is just and what why? But it comes unless my copy doesn't come with it. But I, I would assume that the stock they have still has plenty with the slipcover because who fucking is buying that? The slipcover is good enough and of a kind that doesn't have the bar that says oh blu-ray plus dvd or like it's a solid slip cover that covers the basic packaging the basic casing of it so it's not as problematic but it's funny too i think because the first the first collection does not have grizzly man the second collection I don't believe has Grizzly Man, and that's May. And An you would know or have an opinion. That, that has to be, it's at, at the very least, one of his most, I don't want to use the word prolific, but well-known documentaries, if not the most well-known. It's surprising that that's never gotten a... a it's potentially never gotten a Blu-ray release in the States. I, I imported a copy of it long ago. And it, it's not like it, it... I don't think there's a lot of footage that benefits from being in HD or anything. But still. A little weird. For it not to be available in any collection or this or that. So, yeah. I'm excited to get that. I guess. Add all that to Plex, along with the, the the first collection. That was one of the things I was thinking. Oh, I never, I never actually put that on Plex. But I have all those documentaries here that I talked about last episode. But yeah, I haven't really played much of anything. There's a lot of gems of war in this weekend because they had their their gnomes event thing, which is a great way to get a lot of vault keys. I know everyone wants to hear about Gems of War and the vault keys and how, how these systems work. I'll say this about Gems of War. I, I mentioned having a nightmare however many episodes ago where my dad crashed into the garage and it was very stressful and all that. I had a bigger nightmare a few days ago where... I finally got that fucking achievement in Gems of War, and then I woke up and I didn't have it. And I was fucking really annoyed. It wasn't as emotionally exhaustive as thinking my dad crashed into the garage and died, <laughs> but it was still pretty fucking annoying because that achievement fucking sucks ass. I hate it so much. I cannot believe that achievement. It, they. they and the thing is, with the amount I've 
put into trying to go. I think they've actually lowered the RNG percentage to make it even more difficult. I don't know what they're thinking. What's the point of an achievement like that? You think it encourages people to keep playing your game? Fucking, it encourages, it encourages me, one of your most, I mean, there are a lot of devoted fans, but like a huge, huge player of your game. It encourages me to tell everyone else to not even fucking touch your game because you fucking treat your audience like shit. Except in their most recent update, they added this random occurrence where you'll run into when doing explorers or other longer events a demon uh, an angel a merchant or I forget the, the fourth not a witch but uh, you can run into one of these characters and they'll give you two options with the demon and the other witchy type character it'll be more of a risk reward type of thing where you can get the demon, I believe, you get a positive along with a negative trait for the rest of your run. So you might get 50% starting mana, but you will lose some of your attack power. And with the other one, you'll have a 75% chance of getting a positive effect uh, and 25% and of getting a negative. And then with the merchant, you'll get two things you can purchase. One with gold coins. Uh, a currency you earn in game. Oh, you earn both of these currencies in game, but one you can also pay for, and it's more of a paid currency, or one you can buy with gems, or the angel who will give you one of two things for free. This has been a great way, uh, specifically with a merchant and the angel, to get some harder to get resources for very low amounts of in game currency or for free. So that has actually been one of the more positive things they've added in a while. If only they would fucking fix this stupid bullshit achievement, change the RNG, do something. Just fucking, like, it's so bad. But that was all I really was playing. I, did I play anything else? Oh, along with, before I wrap things up, there's no Patreon questions either. And like I said, I literally have not. I, I did just get, but I, I did not have time to play it in any significant way. I did get a code for the Dead Cells Castlevania DLC. So that's exciting. That's another game. I I would like to revisit that game for Attack the Backlog as well as just be excited for that DLC. And then. What? Uh, there, yeah, there's another game, but I, I just. The, the embargo is the day after this comes out, so it's the 8th. And this is coming out tomorrow, the 7th. So that's no, 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 along with something that I have that's embargoed until the end of the month. I do get my permanent crown in tomorrow, so that'll be nice. But I did make the hard decision to say goodbye to HDR as I am going to get back to capturing content and, and all that for it's at the backlog in general and I'm back to 144p 1440p 120 hertz and that's just going to be my life I'm, I'm going back to the, the Elgato native software because the quality is just better there and as 
overall solid as the footage is with OBS utilizing the HDR to SDR tone map and whatever, however you refer to it. It's not there enough and off enough and problematic in certain lighting and, and certain aspects to be something I don't want in my footage that I'm capturing that I'm just going to go back to the way, you know, playing games and normal. It sucks to a certain extent and it sucks that I can't use VRR with the setup I have, but sacrifices must be made because of my desire to make to, to, to do content creation and stuff like that. that that's something that a lot of content creators have to accept because there, there aren't the best workarounds for those things currently and yes am I going to see a visual downgrade sure but there are plenty of games where it's not a huge difference I don't think the Ori games look significantly worse without HDR the 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 biggest example would be Gears 5 but it's not going from a game looking beautiful to a game looking ugly it's just a game going from really really nice to only really nice and that's fine I was I didn't the thing is too before I was gaming in HDR for fucking years and years and years and years, no 4K or anything, I didn't feel like I was missing out visually. I didn't think the games I was playing was ugly or, or were ugly. So, big whoop. But yeah, I'm going to be going back to that route. Well, that's fine. The only thing that sucks, I thought for a second... Because it was, it, it, I turned on VRR to see if maybe it was going to work. And it was working for a few days. There were no issues. And then when I thought, oh yeah, let's get, let's go. Then it fucking started doing the flickering bullshit again. And I was like, God, you, you tease me, you tease me. So it would be nice if I could utilize that as well. But oh well, what are you going to do? But, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Uh, once again, I'm Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to find all my links of import and all that good jazz, you can do that over at PXSausage.com. That'll get you to the YouTubes, the website in general, any other things, my art, blah, 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 blah as well as the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash PXS, which is where you go if you enjoy this show or it's at the backlog, second runs, any of the stuff I do and what have you. You can go there to support me and my nonsense. And if you support at the $3 higher tier, that gives you access to a private Discord channel. It gives you access to a few, as well as the ability to ask questions for yours truly that I will answer on this here podcast if I deem them worthy. And if I don't deem them worthy of being on the show, I'll answer them on the Discord itself. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, 
you can you can join the Patreon tier at one of those levels. Or, you know, you can just join it because you enjoy this crap and want to show how much you enjoy it with a little bit of support, which I, I will greatly appreciate. Uh, I appreciate all of my very few patrons so very, very much. I don't understand why they're patrons. And if they didn't threaten to just pay me directly if I closed the Patreon, maybe I, I, was, I wouldn't close it. It's just... Yeah. But uh, that is, again, patreon.com slash pxs. And that is, that is it. That's all. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you... I, I genuinely... This episode was a bit of a weird one. But I genuinely hope you enjoyed this here episode. And for now, adios, arrivederci. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody.